Hey, welcome to the Occupied Podcast, an unofficial podcast discussing the Norwegian television show Occupied. I'm Jack, and I'm here with Giro. Say hi. Oh, she's not here. Oh, she's not. She's actually like 14 feet away from us outside working. She's too cool for this episode. But I am here with uh, Sam and Kevin. Hey. Hey. So um, today we're going to be talking about episode August. five. August. Finally, the Russians will leave. Um, but before we get into that I episode, think I'm getting the trend. Yes. <laughs> July, Kevin, man. August. Kevin, you are Kevin observer. loves that joke. I, every so single time. Every, every single time. God, Kevin, it's so stupid. Because the next one, I'm betting... <sighs> the worst november um we still like you kevin so another thing so last uh episode we gave a little bit more background information about the norwegian security services as well as the norway and the eu so this one i want to start off with just a little information about norway and russia and um and oil like how oil such i mean is kind of the inciting event or, or it's kind of the MacGuffin. Is the MacGuffin? It's the yeah. MacGuffin for this. Um, for and this here's whole where show. we have a d- an explanation of MacGuffin. What's in the box or the the, the suitcase? It's just oil. Pulp Fiction <laughs> reference. Um, so, real quick on Norwegian relations um, with Russia. Um, I mean, they've had they've I mean they've had relations um, diplomatically since Norway was founded um, in 1905, and um, like we mentioned in the last episode. Um, the Soviet Union actually helped uh, liberate uh, Norway from the Nazis, so they had had good relations then. But then the Cold War came, and Norway was decidedly with NATO. Um, they were one of the founding members of NATO, and actually, it's interesting. Norway is one of the is um, one of only five NATO countries that borders Russia, and um, one of only three if you exclude Kaliningrad, and um, is technically the only one that was not part of the Soviet Union. So it is really the the main point where. I mean, it's a very small border, but it's where yeah. the West kind of meets uh, meets Russia. Um, West meets East. Do they the, have a like a DMZ? D- yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, you want me to tell that story? I like okay. That story. There. So Norway, if you look, has a very is a very small border at the top um, near the Arctic with with Russia land border, mm-hmm. and they have some Russian uh, some uh, Norwegian troops up there, and it's just like eighteen mm-hmm. year old dudes, and they can't do anything if if, no. if Russia rolled in through there. So I was talking to a. Um, like a guy who served in the Norwegian military, and he told me that they have the soldiers up there. They're all given um, speed, and so if the drugs, yes, getting, okay. so if the Russians roll across the border, their job is to like fire two shots, take the speed, and just book it. <laughs> like the fallback <laughs> if line. If you is, have any better information, please email yes, us. Yes, we still I, like the no, story. No, don't email so. us because no, I want to know this. I want to. Okay. I want to believe that this is true. <laughs> This is up there with, uh, should I tell the penguin thing, too? Wait, I... I, I, I <laughs> penguin story. Oh. Do you know Norway knighted a penguin? What? The home guard, the, the home guard that we see, the, the king's guard, the king's guard, not the home guard. The king's guard um, that we see with the hats. With the hats. Yeah, the they uh, they knighted a penguin. My thing is, did they do the thing with the sword on each shoulder? I, you can like, Google this. He is, they here, did. I'll pull him up. Oh, yeah, what was his name? Sir o- Olaf. O- Olaf Nils, I think. Yeah, I think Wait, was, okay, yeah. so... What was their explanation for why he was not a Wikipedia. Colonel in Chief Olaf Nils is a king penguin who resides oh in the Edinburgh <laughs> Zoo in Scotland, and he is. He's not even in Norway. He's <laughs> in Norway. He's the mascot and Colonel in Chief of the Norwegian Royal Guard. He's uh, a Colonel. He's in. He's is like got a, in Chief in his yeah. title. He's taking orders from him. He's he's be taking orders from from he something. Sta- yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin, you know what? He has Here. a statue. Um, and you don't. So oh, what do you? Oh God! Wait, Sam, you're gonna love this. What? It's a, uh, it's him actually being knighted. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did with a sword. They put a sword on his shoulder. And he looks surprisingly regal. Yeah. Like the the penguin looks. Yeah. Like he's looking up. He looks. And, well, well, he's like an emperor penguin. Tuxedos. Exactly. They, mm-hmm. yeah. they do. Um, Anywho, uh, but yeah, Nor- Norwegian Russian relations. Um, I mean, they're not obviously as bad as they are in the show. Yeah. Um, but uh, Norway has. Um, I mean, issues the Arctic, right? Yeah. They, they they they. Although in 2010 they did resolve like a, a maritime border dispute that had been going for 40 years, and even after the invasion of Crimea, Norwegian like companies continue to cooperate because they work together on the oil the projects oil. up there. Yeah. So it's actually pretty constructive, if somewhat icy. Um, <laughs> nailed it. Stupid laugh. It's like a Kevin laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, right? Um, <laughs> although no, I saw in a Gallup poll in 2015 of 21 different countries, Norway has the lowest opinion of Vladimir Putin, with 89% of respondents disapproving of his leadership. Wow. About um, the same numbers approve in yeah, Russia. Yeah, in Russia. <laughs> the, uh, the 
and the other issue that we want to bring up was like how much I was wondering like oil, how much oil does Norway actually give to Europe? Like if or if Norway just turned off the the pipes, would actually this impact it? And I looked, Norway um, uh, is and this the, is for now. We, uh, in 2012. Okay. 2012. In 2012, the data I have is that Nor- Norway is the largest petroleum and natural gas producer in all of Europe, and um, uh, 31% of uh, the U- EU nation's natural gas um, and 11% of its crude oil um, comes from Norway in any given year. So I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, that stats was 2012, which is, I mean, that's pretty high. So they should, yeah, yeah. especially in the context where, you know, there's Middle East strife. Um, mm-hmm. This is so they would dramatically impact it. So yeah, I, yeah. I think we can, we can say that that. I'm just wondering what the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the uh, you know, in the world of the show, mm-hmm. in the world of Occupied, what the, what the, that, that ratio that would is, be, yeah. even if it went. It, it, I imagine Since, it went you know, taking the U.S. Out of yeah. equation, because uh, a lot we. I mean, we've gone back to this well many times about the the plausibility of the initial this, you know, the premise. And mm-hmm. so, like one of the things I did was, because I I was attached to like why would the U.S. have left NATO, mm-hmm. and so I listed a couple things that I thought in. So when I watch a show, this is like the world that I've created of why they left. So I said, um, like a more isolationist U.S. post Iraq, Afghanistan, and what's going on in Syria. People don't want to get involved. Another thing would be, could be the right-wing governments um, coming to rise in Europe. Like, we, we see that a lot in these, like, Le Pen in France and, and the, um, Greece. You know, they have, like, a neo-Nazi party. And mm-hmm. with, like, Syrian refugees, there has been a large uh, rise of right-wing parties. And in Ooh. Sweden, which makes a little more sense mm-hmm. for, you know, if the EU, if they're more willing to, um, to push to do this. And then I, I created kind of a situation in my head where the, after some kind of confrontation with the Russians that the U.S. doesn't want to, is afraid that somebody's going to invoke, invoke Article 5. Article 5. Yeah. So Article 5 is the thing in NATO um, that's mutual defense. mutual defense. Mm-hmm. So attack on one is attack on all. And it only ever got used by us after 9-11. <laughs> um, and so I, I can see in a situation where, like, if, you know, Russia pulls a, a pulls what they did with, like, Crimea with, like, Estonia, that oh, Americans yeah. sure. might because like they border right up there and Estonia is in in NATO and like we the U.S. Well, being like like yeah like do Americans really want to get and start World War Three over protecting like a small part of Estonia? So in my head, that's kind of the mm-hmm. situation the, as well as like we the pivot and the NATO. pivot the pivot to Asia. So the U.S. has talked a long time um, recently about military. Um, rebalancing our forces to to Asia because that's supposed to be like the 21st century. You know, Europe is done. We're we're all looking at towards China and yeah. India and all those countries. So we kind of just get over Europe and so don't want to be involved anymore. So probably still not that plausible, but um, that's kind of what I've what I've created in my head. Um, yeah, but with that, so thanks for letting me share that, guys. Um, <laughs> from here we can we can start into the show. Um, and before we, we start going into episode five, August, Kevin, you wanted to give some like overarching thoughts that you thought. Yeah, there was something the themes. Inter- something interesting that stuck out in this that mm-hmm. I think is in retrospect has been running throughout the whole show. Mm-hmm. But the idea of balance between withholding information and letting it out mm-hmm. and uh, secrets. <clears throat> This idea of secrecy and the need to keep secrets mm-hmm. from certain people seems to drive a lot of the the action in this story in this episode particularly. So yeah. I think it's and the something. The personal plot lines too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So I think it's something that's to. Yeah, I like this is because remember a lot of stuff that we read about um, the commentary was this is a very uh, they they compare the show to kind of like Homeland. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this you're getting a little bit more into the this you know, with the secrecy mm-hmm. the kind of spycraft mm-hmm. of it. So last episode you talked about um, just the grappling with the moral realities, and mm-hmm. I think the uh, that idea of, of keeping secrets is kind of letting that kind of play out, letting the, the characters develop those. You know, where do I draw the line of telling information? Like, yeah, seems like sometimes they say it all at once in one scene yeah. and <laughs> reveal a rocky marriage. I like their marriage. <laughs> Benton and Thomas? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Or Dupic and Yildo. Oh. This could be, we could be talking about multiple marriages. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, because they're... Yeah. And actually, in this one, we see more about... Uh, we'll see the relationship between Jesper and his wife and their kid. Astrid. Astrid. Just Astrid. Real, yeah. yes. Astrid. And, uh, and how... Although I was surprised they didn't leave... The, the, remember she had the baby in the, in the cafe? They were, mm. You ever hear in Norway, they leave their babies outside? In no, really? Yeah, I think... I think 
I heard that they... they do we need to get... Uh, Hero in here to talk about this? No, um, no, I know this thing. I don't know if they do it in cities anymore, but it's like people will go into a coffee shop and you just leave your kid in kind of the, the little pram, like oh, outside. In, in the, yeah, but like, that's not a thing over there. Like, you no, no one's going to kidnap your kid, but it's the cold air. It's good for him. They're, they're all into that <laughs> sure. stuff. I don't know if they do it that much yeah. anymore, but like you can... There's there's pictures and stuff. You can Google that stuff on the internet. Um but yeah, you want to jump into the episode, guys? Yes. So the first thing I wanted to do f- was talk about starting a drinking game. <laughs> that, uh, um, the first thing I noticed is everyone is always holding a cup of coffee. I don't know. If, like, a lot of coffee. Everyone is always. like um, damn good Who's, who's the new guy? Bri- Bri- Brickleberry? Brickleberry? <laughs> <Yeah>. Bricklon. <laughs> yeah, so he he's yeah. like... I think yeah. it's hard to take a guy he's like... He's an academic, oh my so God, he's right? got to have his coffee. Can we t- right? That's one thing. It's probably free training. I have not met... S- not seen anyone in free Norway yet that I don't think is a complete tool. <laughs> like yeah, anybody no, that I don't think, like, like I, I just don't buy them. The, I want to see some. How many people have we I seen in free Norway? Well, three. Three, but, yeah. Yeah, but still, like, I would tools. imagine one of them would be, like, I want, I wish they had a character that was a little bit more, like, that you didn't think was kind of, like, a pretentious jerk or yeah. kind of, like, weak. I, like, one guy that you just totally bought and then to see them going kind of head-to-head. But, I mean, maybe, I I mean, maybe a, that was a deliberate choice. That, I, that, I, I, that, I like that idea. If there was, these, if there was a, a, like, a resistance group, it would be made of these kind of yeah, people. Yeah, these, these, kind of, yeah. these yeah. kids that are... Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of like that idea. They that, would be the first... Yeah, to, to go against them. No, nah, I don't... I mean, we'll... I'm, I am... That is my thought. I am willing to see where it goes and hopefully yeah. if they expand a little more and that especially now what we, what we see with Venka. i mean venka is still my favorite of anybody that's technically associated with free norway uh, free norway um the other drinking would be every time you has a blank face every Which time yes every, <laughs> every time yeah. jesper looks bewildered and <laughs> every time every time the circumstances have changed <laughs> <laughs> There, and yeah. you take a shot every every time mm-hmm. someone says yes. the circumstances Fair. have changed. Although I don't think they explicitly said it here. Yeah. No, I think... Yeah, um, they, they say it a couple right. times. Yeah. Not in vain on this episode. But. So uh, the scene, the, the show starts with, it's the day, uh, it's a couple days before they're supposed to leave, mm-hmm. um, the deadline, um, and Jesper and Venka are having a conversation, and they talk about... The uh, worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. I'm like, I'm like, they yeah. do another one too later with, uh, yeah, yeah they, Brickleberry they, when he's talking. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, I forget what he says. Oh, off the record. I think off the record. Off the record. Yeah. So um, they talk. They consider. She pushes for them to start doing a military buildup, uh, mobilization in advance. A moderate. One. Yeah, a moderate one, just to be ready in case all the like. But it's interesting that sh- where what like. When this comes, yeah. this, her decision from Venka, mm-hmm. we didn't touch on it. We touched oh my gosh, on yeah, we t- last episode. Yeah. So Venka has a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. And it's pressing totally up against, missed that. Yeah, totally, completely brushed over that. Yeah. Uh, so Venka has a brain tumor. Uh, she's it's pressing up against her brainstem. Mm-hmm. She can't. There's no uh, treatment options. It's terminal, so she's got she's, she's got six months to live. Six months. So at this point, she's got kind of she's. Got nothing to lose. She's yeah. mm-hmm. kind of like, all right. And like last episode, I was yeah. totally with her because she was just like real professional about it. I think I, I really like her as a character, as a strong, like a strong female character that's not like they had, they didn't, they could have easily made her very, you know, sometimes when they make strong female leaves, they just make them like guys essentially. Yeah. But she's like, she's professional. She's smart. She is, um, was you know following the rules she would didn't want to do any kind of illegal surveillance and uh, I I mean I've talked about how much I like Venka I think she's great but uh, but, but she now keeps secrets too yeah things getting complicated now um, so she pushes for the military buildup Jesper is like hell understandably no. he's worried about yeah, provocation that's the thing is like in the, if they did mobilize in the hopes of what like what would yeah like, exactly that, that was that was my question like why would she suggest You've already sub- they've already submitted yeah. they're already dominated like what could they hope and like and Jesper has a great point like. Russian intelligence is really good. If we if we even tried, yeah. Yeah. you know, Sidorova would be in there the next moment. Why are you doing this? Yeah, um, it's yeah. It just seems like out of nowhere. Like yeah. her her suggestion to Jesper mm-hmm. at that moment seems kind of out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like why? I don't yeah. agree. So um, then uh, we, we get the credits and um, we have the EU dude going to the the oil refinery and we get a scene that mm-hmm. totally threw me oh off. Oh my god! <laughs> so. <I> mean, <laughs> I know, right? He has a nicotine patch. Isn't that that's, that's, that's crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. I can't believe. Oh no, but man, when so, they. So I mean, I really thought this was gonna be. I mean, because we've talked before about the moral decay of Jesper. Yeah. Um, or if there is one. Yes. Even. 
And so you have this moment, and it, it totally made me laugh. I was, I, yeah. I was really I, upset I, I wasn't for a like, two it's, seconds. <laughs> it's so out of the character of the show. Like, it's, yeah. They, yeah. They, they're not one to really, like, mislead you and flip you like no. that. And especially, I think it was a fun a, moment. Especially for a story like does that. Someone like, say, not... You want to explain what, what happens in the actual scene? Sure. So Jesper, for whatever reason, needs to change his shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it, it looks like Mrs. Weasley. And vigorously. Anita. It looks like Anita's ripping open his shirt. Like, it looks like, and he says something like, oh, we don't have time for this. And you're like, oh my god, Jesper, how could you do this to Astrid? Your new baby. And then, but she makes, he makes a comment, he put it on, something about the view, like enjoying the view, and she the way she looks oh, at him, it, yeah. it totally so reminded me, like, uh, in yeah. an episode of, like, like a high school show where, where the girl just, like, whispers, like, I, I love you. And the guy turns and goes, huh? And she's, never mind. Like, it's just so, like, <laughs> yeah. it's so, like sad and kind of, like, sad. aww. Um, um, but, but then we get, so we get that little bit. But also, does he have a nicotine badge? I thought I saw, like, a little gloss. I, uh, Gura, I said, the same, Gura said yeah. the same yeah. thing. I didn't anyway, notice it, but. Not important at all. Um. Uh, if there was one time to pick up smoking, I imagine he's dealing with. Yes. Um, so uh, Jesper gives a speech, ex- uh, explains that he's committing to the to the Thorian three plants, new three new ones, plants. kind of hanging now, on to the hope. On a practical level, yeah. is this possible? <laughs> like, start building. These so plants? they they just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, restarted their yeah. oil industry, mm-hmm. and now they're committing to three no. new new plant. One, or is it, is it is the one that's already built? I mean, that, that looked operational. Yeah, it looked operational. So three new ones. Yeah. Like, do they? They don't have the resources. I for that. would. Like, where Norway does that money coming like, from? Well, Norway is like the richest country yeah. in the world. Yeah, but like to build three new brand so new plants well, they in, just in, off in the face of. I mean, they're beginning to pressure they're, to start. Probably. I mean, first off, it's not that crazy for a leader to commit to something that he end up not doing. I mean, we. Like, that's true. You know, but... How many times in the State of the Union does the president say, like, we're going to go to Mars? But in, but in, in the world of the show, though, I, I think it's yeah. every time that mm-hmm. they do say something. I think something, it's still I... plausible to do that because the, if it, ultimately, even if you did create one of those, you're going to be getting some kind of um, monetary gener- uh, like returns on it. Yeah. And I mean, Norway, they, get, they have like, a, you, ever, you know, the oil fund they have? Like, okay, so Norway has, gets. I think. Is it 1969 when they find their? 1969, they find oil. Um, and and yes, my my favorite quote I told Sam before. Uh, it turned Norway prior to 1969. Norway was a country of poor potato eating farmers, and then after 1969, they found oil and became a country of rich potato eating farmers. <laughs> and um, so they had a lot of money. And th- one of the things they they avoid the oil. So most countries that find oil, they, there's this thing called the oil curse. They have a lot of problems because. It's a very valuable uh, commodity. It's easy for one group to just kind of hold on to it and not, not spread anymore. the, <laughs> the uh, Well, not, well. Yeah. So it, Norway, like, they put a lot of this money away in a fund and just uh, live off kind of the investments. I think they take, like, only 4% out of it a year. But it's it's huge. And it's and okay. also— And that's uh, what's allowed them to avoid the oil curse, you think? Yeah. And because well, well, they were just really smart about how they did it. They're all—and it was they effectively managed their money to share it. I mean, it's like a socialist— they're a socialist country. They they share everything, and um, and it was allowed them to have really generous welfare state and kind of bring everybody from kind of poor people to all like upper middle class, um, and it, like I think now yeah I think something like twenty five percent of their the government's budget comes from just the taxes on the oil, so they get wow. a lot from that. Yeah. Um, so if they restarted, I'm sure I mean they have money these guys, yeah. and, and I'm okay. sure you could get investments. So it's probably not that crazy to do just like three plants. Yeah, and. Sure. Um, uh, so I mean I totally right. bought it. Okay, all right. Um, there. So yeah, what happens next? So Thomas in the editorial, right? Um, yes, too. Personal. Oh, well, but before we go to that, um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about um, first off, isn't he? He's supposed to be stepping down. He promised to be stepping down, but he still put. I guess he's starting the initiative in the hope. He uh, said he was going to step down yeah. after uh, yeah. the Russians. Week okay. after right. yeah. they. Yeah, a week so after they reach. We'll need to go a little bit into like how the parliamentary system works here because they. I mean. Oh, no, it's it's he's going to leave after. Jesper's going to step down yeah. after the Russians leave, which yeah. is going to be one week after mm-hmm. they announce that yep. they've reached. So this, the beginning of this of the ep- this episode is him. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have reached it yep. in a week. Getting ready to. Mm-hmm. Step they down. will be heading out. Okay. Um, say goodbye to our. Russian do you friends. think that this show is taking a strong environmental message as part of it, one of its themes, or is that is this like kind of incidental that it's? I think it's, in- incidental. it's incidental. It's incidental. I think it's part of this. Just, Part uh-huh. of the story. I mean, I kind of think it would be a nice new component. Like mm-hmm. when you talk about how you want the show to do more world building, mm-hmm. I would kind of like to see some sort of flashbacks to Hurricane Maria or yeah. maybe how, like you know, credits. 
you know, somebody in the family, mm-hmm. one of our characters maybe lost someone in that. Yeah. And that void is there. Sure. Yeah, because um, I, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, up until now, I haven't really thought like this is like a, pushing them in, you know, a, a message on environmental change because it's, yeah. it's way more pol- like political or, or like we, like I said last episode, how it's, it's about individual characters reacting to extraordinary situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the next thing we have, Thomas and the editor. Editor is not happy with what Thomas is writing. Um, he thinks it's going to yeah, lose them political credibility. Why? Again, I, I didn't quite get it. He says it was too, too personal. inflammatory. It's, it's like an yeah. op, it's a yeah. personal yeah. attack. And yeah. I think one of the things we also hear, just as a throwaway in this episode, is that there's the New York Times has come out and praised Oh, yeah, yeah. and the BBC, and they were mm. reading um, that. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, but the thing is, that he says it's too, it's too personal, but... What the, his reasoning is that you know he he uh, Jesper ran on a platform to mm-hmm. end oil mm-hmm. and then he's just going back on his promises, mm-hmm. and so like yeah that's a that's a pretty valid yeah, complaint like, from mm-hmm. a political standpoint. Yeah, and, so, you can, yeah. and I think a lot of people are giving a pass because like this is a, a crazy situation and yeah. but like I mean Thomas isn't letting him go and we know that Thomas there they were heavily supportive of him. It's a very they're they're a very left wing uh, yeah, newspaper yeah. so they're obviously aligned with him. Um, the the next scene we get is uh, Berkland, right? Berkland, Brick, Berkland, and Ber- Birkenstock, and Birkenstock. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was in Bergen in Norway, and they sell socks that like have the name of the city, so they're Bergen socks. Oh god! <laughs> like, yeah, that is Birkenstock. that's pretty great. I, I would, yeah. Next time you go to Norway, get some please Birken socks from. Or Birken if you're socks. listening in Norway and would like to send, send me some, Birken send it via email. Send us Bergen socks. <laughs> um, they, send it via email. <laughs> um, so he uh, Venga says that they need to bring in Birkelun and because he's, he's posting those videos, uh, possible link to Christensen, and um, uh, we also see later Venga gets that second opinion from Johns Hopkins guy at yeah. Johns Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Yep, no good. She throws the plate away because like. That was a perfectly good plate. Why was she not going to need it, man? (laughs) She's still got six months. I guess. You're going to do at least one load of dishes before then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) We also see... I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) So we we see the the cabinet meeting for Jesper when he comes in, and they, they bring in the party secretary and everybody like... Awkwardly, doesn't want to tell him. Hey, so Jesper, we're gonna. So I think they're they, they are anticipating leaving, uh, le- you know, stepping down, and they're gonna have st- and but they're looking forward to two years from now trying to to run again and reform a coalition. Sure. Because they are because it's a parliamentary system, so there's and it's multi uh, multi party, so each they have to form alliances with the different parties to try to form uh, a government and try to run. And his hoping that by then they'll. Um, They'll have some the support from the population and, and be able to win enough votes, but um, it's explained that they're basically kicking Jesper out of the party. They need to, which I totally get. Like, yeah, yeah like no. they need was, to make a clean break. They need to scapegoat someone. And, and he should really understand that more. This is a. It seemed like he did. Been in politics a long time. You think? No, he called no, Astrid and he's all upset. He yeah. said he was gonna step down after so they leave. So and so's turned on mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just think he he knows the situation. Mm-hmm. Like. I think he can. He's got his mind wrapped around it. Yeah. But if yeah, it, it, it is a very like. Oh, come mm-hmm. on. I guess if there's one thing we learned about Jesper, it's that he has terrible political instincts. He does not have a sense of yeah. what yeah. support is out there for him. Yeah. And so, but he does call his wife and find out that she's got to offer for a job in Paris, and that Astrid goes to Paris, and that that could, and that he's <laughs> he can come and do the thorium. He can he can. Uh, um, they can work together. They can work yeah. there, and that's like that's an out for him, um, possibly. And so. he gets old in Paris. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so then, uh, we go back to, they, they've, uh, Ufik has actually taken in Brooklyn. So, uh, and that's where I have my note that so f- I have written here so far, I have yet to be a member of the resistance that I do not think is a tool. <laughs> like they, they're yep. all, yep. they're angry, pretentious teenagers and they're all really yeah. incompetent. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't. And I mean, I'd like to think there'd be more. I mean, I, what I want to see is more, and I would my gut would say is there has to be more people, especially, I mean, we know Christensen was from the, the military, but see mm-hmm. more like higher up guys in the military, um, individual soldiers or like guys in, in PST. We or, haven't really, been back with the military in a while. No. Yeah. And Christensen said that, says that they, they do exist, but yeah, I, we, haven't we haven't seen, seen them. them. So and I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily yeah. believe yeah. anything that he's saying. Exactly. So, but I would love to see if there was more guys like, in P, like we don't we I, don't meet them other many people in PST we meet we know Venka, uh, Yupik, and Bo and yeah. and to see more people being like 
dragging their feet or being like, you know, this is wrong. Like, I, I can't, can you imagine if, if the U.S. government became complicit in some kind of government and you think, like, people in the FBI and CIA would just be like, okay, I guess we follow what the... Pr-. Like, they'd be yeah. like, no, screw that. Like, I, I imagine... Yeah. Because that's often the most nationalistic people are the ones who are going to be join, joining sure. the, the military and the security services. So I'd like to see more more of that. But um, um, so we see Venka making making a gut call uh, in that interview room. When she because sends, when oh, she sends, yeah, when Brooke, Brooklyn is, is kind of just espousing, like, being pretentious. I mean, she's yeah. a badass in that point, a, too. I like, her. I mean, I know we, we should probably have more complicated feelings about Venka right now. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. just how quickly she reads him. Yeah. yeah, right? And yeah. she just knows where it's, where it's going. Yeah. I, I wrote down, good cop, terrifying. <laughs> 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 like, she is... It's a very tense moment. But also, so you've... Uh, he... We've talked about it before. He's not a trained interrogator. Apparently he did. Just, he, he, he must have no taken skills. a He must have I taken a weekend he... class or something <laughs> this, from being a bodyguard to but now. But it's working uh, for him detective. because he watched a TED talk about is such an it. ego. Yeah. 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 You know, so he doesn't really need to be mm-hmm. that good. Yeah. So... The, so you, um, Venka makes a call. It looks like now she's she's gonna help him out. Um, Venka gives the information because she got nothing to lose. And she, do you do you buy this turn? So obviously it's exacerbated by the fact that she knows she's going to die in six months. But do you think we've had enough build up to her thinking that what is happening to Norway and the way the government is is complicit with the Russians? Has there been enough buildup of her being like, "This is wrong"? Now I, it warranting a ch- a change in her defecting. So I was actually wondering if it might be the kind of thing where the audience doesn't know that Venka maybe is playing him a little bit and mm-hmm. is just building this relationship so that she has an mm-hmm. an eye on mm-hmm. Norga. Um, like to me, I took it. That? I took it as not like she was a very. I took it as a very spur of the moment thing. Like she saw mm-hmm. this guy go and after being rejected with the mobilization calling for mobilization earlier mm-hmm. um and I, I we haven't really seen that much tension for her because i mean again she's very professional she doesn't we don't get a lot from her about her personal feelings in this especially like we don't get a lot from her we when she, she finds doesn't out, care about yeah. her cutlery or, <laughs> or but when we find out like she has cancer like she just kind of like right at the end of that she goes all right do i need to see you again and just gets nope. up and, right. yeah. and walks yeah. away so she's she, I mean, it's harder to read her, but I kind of buy that as part of her character. What I saw in that scene with, with Brooklyn, I, I thought she'd just kind of make a gut, this, like, this guy's going to blow it. And mm-hmm. maybe she's been thinking, like, no, these maybe these guys are good. And I think she just made a spur-of-the-moment decision. She also, mm-hmm. she hasn't really done too much to mm-hmm. support Free Norway at this point. No, yeah. Um, yeah. So she could de- just be in a phase where she's thinking about yeah. it. And mm-hmm. she regains her um, So the next scene we see, we see uh, Elias is picking cabbage. With uh, Giro told me that these are probably Eastern European guys. That's they all come up and and work there as kind of laborers, mm-hmm. uh, picking cabbage. Calls his sister from that guy's burner phone. Um, this I didn't. Man, what? Yeah, I there's a big issue with for me. How? So the, so we, he yeah. he calls his sister. He texts her. Yeah. And he texts her. Yeah. And then we uh, cut to uh, I know you said we're gonna do this, but we see the uh, PST. Yeah. Uh, monitoring the yeah. text how do they know that they made a They're comment they made a comment on it that they were monitoring her i think they could only yeah. monitor but, her for a very but little time they weren't monitoring her because they say who is he texting i thought they said and, who and, is and, she texting yeah i think it was because they don't it know was, if it's him because it's from he's using this other guy's phone yeah they are That's monitoring her phone and then yeah. she gets a random text okay because i remember she does not know to which, and if Elias is an idiot and just like completely like he texts her from an unknown number, but like, hey, it's your brother. He's just a kid. Yeah. 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 Again, stupid. Good. But, I th- but, but the, they say, why couldn't we just surveil her phone though? It seems like they're like uh-huh. they weren't oh, surveilling okay. her. Phone. I, How would they have gotten it then? Exactly. That's that's what. Well, they weren't. But I, I guess I just must, must have missed something. Yeah, they must because they think they wouldn't have been tracing that guy's phone that random. Yeah, dude's exactly. Phone. So they, they must have been monitoring hers somewhere. I thought they made a comment like we can only look at her for a week or something. I, I don't I yeah, don't so know they, exactly. so, yeah okay yeah um, if you know please write in and explain to us cause, <laughs> we need help yeah um, occupypodcast at gmail.com <laughs> um, so Christensen telling them Christensen says hey we need to lay low pick cabbage that we're almost ready to attack yeah. so we know like something's coming and that's these more hints to say like there is a deeper network that we're just not seeing and not, don't have an understanding with um uh, the next scene we see is the editor and Thomas. So Thomas released it 
um, th with the attack on Jesper and, and the, the personal attack and um, the editor had to defend it on the phone and and basically takes it to Tom saying, hey, you were not you weren't allowed to publish that. That's that was I told you not to do it. And Thomas threatens to, to walk and gets um, gets really angry. Mm -hmm. And um, and I like I liked seeing that anger from Thomas. See, that's that's the kind of stuff that I want to see from like Yupik when he gets blown up and as opposed to <laughs> Thomas when um, I mean, they're different characters, obviously. But I mean, that's why I still think Thomas is my favorite character. Um, and he when he's leaving after after that angry spurt, he gets um, uh, um, he gets the text telling him to go to Bergen. Texting from texting the terrorists again. Yeah, from the un, from the block number. But yeah. he's just trying to get the more information. And he uh, gives him a very definite time. Mm -hmm. But what is the impetus for Tom? I, I I must have missed the impetus yep. for Thomas to be like. Is what? it just that he'll lose the opportunity to talk to this guy from? No, he said he brings up the restaurant. Again. He brings up the restaurant. He, uh, yeah, he does bring up the restaurant. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and so, and so if you're not there, also he's like, I think he, Thomas Light wants to be. I mean, he's a journalist. He wants to yeah, be yeah. getting more information yeah, on yeah, these yeah, guys. Yeah. He thinks it's a valid story. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, and um, he, so first he goes to to Benta's, and the Russians are about to have a party there uh, to celebrate the the leaving, and mm -hmm. um, he finally tells Benta about the. Um, the, the fact that he got a threat a month ago. Yeah. He is not happy. And that's the thing, like, not happy with him. Uh, again, kind of blown over the fact that that there is a threat. But, I mean, I could talk, totally get her being like, why would you not tell exactly. me Exactly. Yeah. Right there. No Thomas, one talks to Thomas, any... man. These, these marriages yeah. are Well, and you not... see she sends, um, she sends her stepson home, which I was glad. That was my first thought. I was yeah, like, get, get your kids out, out of that yeah. restaurant. Because yeah. mm -hmm. they do have a ton of security there, which... Yeah. And uh, with... Uh, Oh, with uh, as Girl called him Russian, uh, Russian Tony Stark, oh, yes. and um, how he, he Nikolai. Nikolai Nikolai and the story about his his wife, uh, or his his father was a dancer. And he's like, he... look at the woman's yes, shoes. There, I don't know why we're doing uh, some kind of like Spanish accent. Yeah, because why are he's, we? I don't know. <laughs> because that's, because what, that's what Russians uh, sound like to yeah. me. But um, yeah, and then she goes to the whole trope that you always see in every romantic. Setup where Go she says, on, I'm Sam. different than right. You're like, ugh. Is it? Because yeah, I know that's a trope, but would like in real life, I could totally see someone saying that because it's a trope and girls. it's all you would know. Like when yeah. you, someone's hitting on you, you're like, you're so beautiful. It's like, oh, they're like, it's there's not, we're not that creative. She's definitely <laughs> receptive though. Yeah, I she's looking at him. Definitely thought that he was gonna make a like a just a really cheesy pickup line when he when he said, yeah. "Do your legs hurt?" Yeah, right. I thought he's gonna be like, "Cause you've been running around my mind all day." <laughs> I would've been like, "Nope, turn this show yeah. off." No, he comes after pretty smooth. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty smooth. It's not. Um, it's not how I would do it. That's uh, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> We also we get a scene with Jesper, and not not much here. That he meets with uh, the cabinet guy Andres, who we know works on the um, works uh, for like the environmental Environment, part yeah. because climate, he's climate dressed. Panel. Yeah, because he's dressed in all earth tones. Yes, <laughs> like very brown. Very true. And, yeah, um, has that nice scruffy beard. But he's um, going to be a key player or something in the elections. Yeah, and they, it's just I, an, yeah. I, I didn't get. I mean, the scene just basically again how everyone is really bailing on Jesper. But it's it it does. Uh, Anders is his name. Oh, Anders. Um, he he makes it makes a point. You know, someone must be brought. He says someone must be brought to a to account. Yeah, yeah. Like a I hey, yes, bro. Like He's you're like, Let's trying. Some time. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're <laughs> trying to fix this, but you're going down. Mm -hmm. So, um, we see Venka gives the phone to yeah. uh, secret phone. Secret phone, man. She had a tough life. Her husband died like four times. Yeah. Like, just drop that. But she's not going to kiss anyone's ass. So that's what it was. Like, yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah. She's, not my she's, style. She's, she's, she's going down. She'll <laughs> go down and fight it. But I mean, like, I feel like she has got it. Like, because again, she is a very, she's like the top intelligence chief in this country. She's a smart person. I imagine she's got to be reading these guys like, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe that's why she's helping. Like, you guys need help. Like, you, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Or maybe like I, I could I could turn I could pretend turn mm. I get you on my side to mm. make you know, like like you were saying earlier yeah uh, Sam that mm -hmm. well, she's gonna maybe she can influence them from within keep yeah. them from Norwegian yeah. targets I don't know yeah so we see uh, and, and she later on we see her trying to throw Yufik off the off the trail by again making points like it's all based off illegal surveillance yeah. that they couldn't yeah. prosecute um, and um, so, but we see the surveillance of Ilya's sister. Um, I think it's Friday because it must be Casual Friday because everyone in that <laughs> office is wearing a T-shirt. Yep. And uh, 
If they, we had Gura, we could ask her. Yes. <laughs> she did She did make a comment like, oh, yeah, it's pretty okay. pretty but, slack. Uh, actually, talking about being casual, yeah. Yeah, back with uh, uh, Russian Tony Stark. Yes. He says, uh, like, all, all, the, all, all these women they in, again, sneakers. Spanish. Yeah, all these women wear sneakers, <laughs> but you wear like, high heels. Yes. And uh, it's like, whatever. What, He's like is Prince Oberyn in Game of Thrones. Is that a thing, though? Like, do, is... Oh, that they wear? Yeah, actually. Of, yeah, like... People don't no, wear no, no, no. I think yeah, like... a lot of comfort. Yeah, a lot of walking around, and I mean, it's a very ca- like people I've seen going to work there. It's it's very casual. Not not a lot of business suits, not a lot of ties. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> makes sense. Um, so they do. They they trace the the surveillance is following uh, Ilya's sister. They trace him to the to uh, her to a parking lot where she meets up with Ilya's. And they're and like uncle. right across the street. Like yeah. if anyone with a <laughs> yeah with, with like a handy cam. Yeah, like they are not good Didn't at surveillance. No one is good tail. at at covert <laughs> options <laughs> operations in this <laughs> show. Picked up that tale. Um, they uh, so they his uncle at least uncle wants him to go to Canada. He doesn't want to because he he wants to avenge his father. Um, you he, killed my father. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so he bolts. Man, he is the weakest part of this chain of chain. Like he's texting the sister, leads him right back. I mean, he's a he's, he's a, a kid. kid. Like yeah. I totally get it. Um, and uh, Venka ends up making that call to warn. Um, to, to get the message going that that the, to, that they're being tailed and tries tries to prevent it, but ultimately when, the, when they could have just looked behind him, <laughs> yes, like, hey, there, there's there's, there's the tail. Yeah. Um, I see him right there. Christensen goes a little cuckoo, grabs the gun, and um, wondering if if Elias ratted, and um, they try to bolt, and uh, Christensen Elias gets away, right? And but Christensen gets away. Christensen gets caught. Um, Which I don't know why they didn't. Make it the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, why didn't they? Why one, there were two of them. They were like fifty yards away oh, from uh, Christensen when they arrested. I mean, they him. did why want they. I mean, I don't know if those guys knew or how well they've been briefed, but they did. Christensen was the primary. They want Christensen's the guy but, that they want. But they yeah. saw yeah. two people running away. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. I, I, they could have gone after Ilias, mm-hmm. especially since he fell. Like mm-hmm. I was seriously expecting someone to just, like sure. come up and just pop him right there. And I'd there. rather see a conversation between Ilias and Dufik than one between Dufik and Christensen. We already saw that. Yeah, and it I'm wasn't particularly it. interesting. Yeah. So. Um, we get. And I think we get one of the, the the last scenes with Jesper when he get he decides he doesn't want to go to the party conference because he's now starting to realize he's not going to win. He's not going to go there. And then he sits on the couch. Or, or no, he's looking out the window Aww. and he says, I'm going to miss this view. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and poor Mrs. Weasley. It's just me too. Me too. And well, then, then she that, doesn't she go to touch that, him? Well, then he sits down on the couch and he's got his arms up over on the couch. Madman style. Madman yeah. style. And... Um, it's a slight brush. She reaches up and just kind of touches. Oh, <laughs> it's so I, I awkward. I cringed for her. It's really so it's so her. awkward. That noise on the mic was yeah. was my <laughs> was Kevin Bruce. was was her <laughs> was Miss Weasley Weasley yeah. touching. Um, so yeah, Anita has that up. awkward <laughs> moment, man. Um, yeah. Yes. You know, I there was so much on like sexual tension in the show, but mm. to me it was believable, and that these people are under incredible amount <laughs> yeah, of stress, yeah. and that it's gonna come out somewhere. Yeah. 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 So um, Jesper, Jesper gets sad. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I just Jesper. love his, how his eyes when she goes to touch him, he's just kind of like darting back and forth. Yeah, like, like, uh, 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 not even, no, not gonna say anything. Okay, <laughs> go, 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 go. I wonder if yeah. that's gonna be it, like for her. Like that was just this one little like. I hope not. <laughs> like that would be um, stupid. Um, so uh, Thomas Thomas goes to Bergen. Um, and he gets to the oil refinery and gets the, the message. And, and, you know, when it says enjoy the fireworks, he figures out right away what's about to happen and tries. To, and he tries to make the call yeah. to, to, to help. No, he makes a good effort. Yeah. yeah. And uh, n- uh, Novgas? Novgas? Yes. Novgas. Yeah. Novgas. Yeah. Is that, Novgas? That, that's a real company too, right? I don't know. But, I mean, I mean, it had Russian writing on it. Um, yeah. And but isn't, isn't, isn't there a, a big Russian gas but company? It's that, not Novgas. It's not, but it's something Rosnev, gas. Right? Rosnev yeah. is... Or, Nova Nova Gas is a thing in Call of Duty. Let's see. Oh, well there it is. Maybe maybe this whole show takes place in the universe of Call, Call of Duty. Duty. <laughs> Gazprom. Like that's what we're Gazprom. Gazprom. Yeah, you, Gazprom's yeah. a big one, so yeah. Uh, uh, kind of like Deadpool takes place in X Men. It's like this. What is it? It's the interweaving worlds <laughs> yeah. of Occupy. Why not? Uh, and I thought they it was beautiful. It was shot at like during the golden hour. They had some nice lighting yeah. coming yeah, in on that. Um, looked really nice. So he tries to call. Boom goes the dynamite. Kills many Russians. Um, 
did you guys figure it out that they were? Ru- I thought figured it was Russians because yeah. what was written on the yeah uh, on the side of the van they were driving in, and we get that scene cutting back to Benz's restaurant where um, Sidorova is, is making the toast, and then um, you know his thing Yufik who has been sent there by Venka um, with his wife, and um, they get the call and everyone starts. But before, like before, before, Navy before, before that, before yeah. that though. Um, in a very brief, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, how your wife is so beautiful and and, and smart. How did, oh, how did you keep comment? a secret? It's, it's like job. it's my job. And it's your job to keep sm- a secret. Uh, yeah, my, the it's one like, you fix smile. I like, <laughs> but it's just one more kind of punctuation of like, yeah. okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's your job to keep secrets. So this yeah. kind of explains a lot of sure. other behaviors. But um, and they all so they all get the calls. Everyone, the the security party team is takes ruined. Of, uh, yeah, Hilda is furious. Sitting, Hilda's like, what do I do? Yeah, yeah, they're all. There are like mm-hmm. four or five people still mm-hmm. left at the table. I, I want to. I want to hear that conversation. Like, okay, did anyone get anything from from them? Like, <laughs> yeah. why is yeah. why are we now alone? And, and we uh, learned that they've hit the European pipeline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they go. So they go to. Um, we we cut to Jesper um, watching it on TV. We get some exposition through there about um, uh, what happened. Um, Thomas is on the news explaining. Um, so Sidorova comes in and he gives the condolence and Sidorova gives you know like uh, you, you have to understand now now we can't leave but there's no way we can leave uh, you're like you knew this was coming uh, so I guess we are gonna go to September and he goes to, <laughs> and Jesper comes out and makes a uh, does a press conference and says that the Russians are now are staying and he'll Which remain in power staying, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, well because so, that was a part of his original pro- when they first mm-hmm. started that was a his original promise, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to step yeah. down once they left. Yeah. Yeah, so but, that's But to, that's remain, the, to remain in power during... Yeah. Now, do yep. you think that's... What do you think of that that decision? I like, guess it makes sense. I mean, it's noble in the sense that he's like, I, I can, I'm going to try. This is... It's his... You know, it's it's ultimately, it was yeah. his decision yeah. to capitulate in the first place. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to see it through, rather than, yeah. you know... Say, I made a mistake. And make it someone else's back. problem. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And also, that would be pretty tough for the government, because I don't know that much about if a new government would need to form, and that would be mm. crazy to have to do in the do midst right of that now, kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. But, I mean, I do, I do disagree. not make for good television. I disagree with him about... He is a total puppet, and by trying... Like, the Russians say, by the way, we're not leaving, and he's, it kind of just goes, oh, yes, like, we've made yeah. this agreement with the Russians that they're going to continue to say, instead of being like, no, like, going in front of the press and saying, like, um, so the Russians told they're not going to leave. I'd have no power. They have to do this, and it's it's. it's but then uh, he would he would look so weak. Then. But it's he the is, truth. And it's everyone the, knows the, it. It's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. But there's this, like I was like I've been saying, there's this running theme of of the this like thinly veiled yeah. uh, I, optimism. Like I I, hmm. I I'm the. I'm the head of this of this government. I have to stand up for what I. I think he's, that's I what he tells himself, but I think it's. I think he tells himself that, but I think there's also some like. Yeah, he tells himself that because that's what it's. I don't. Job. Yes, but, but I, 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 I. I don't disagree that people yeah. don't believe him. I know he's trying to keep and the peace, lying. but I think he is at this point lying to people. Yeah, and, he abs- and, absolutely is. Absolutely. And is. I don't think that that's good. Like it's 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 like a slippery slope. Like you you do that step to like try to keep the peace, but I mean at some point you need. I, I know, and I. I feel I've, I've said this many times, but I, I think he needs to just at one point be like, just come out and level with the people. Like this is this I, is. I don't think he can because yeah. then it gives the Russian that would yeah. give the Russians some. And if they're trying at if, what point if, do you if, if he is trying to create an atmosphere of like no one's going to die. This yeah. is just a peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know, co- yeah. a cooperation between yeah. countries. I mean, this is—he's got to keep that up twenty-four-seven. It is the smart thing because the it, it, it's if the Russians rolled in with tanks on the first day, you might be like, "No, we got to resist on this one." Like, this is hardcore; they're blowing up stuff. Yeah. But uh, since it's a, like, at what level of resistance do you have to be like, "Okay, now this is worth fighting over," because yeah. it's you don't want to throw a punch immediately on very minor stuff. So I feel like before. Like we said, like they're just taking a bunch of the oil. This is not that big a deal. But I, I'm wondering if as we see Russia is going to keep staying longer, if, if we see crazier things start to happen and more degradations of, of the democratic system in Norway, if it, eventually Jesper is going to be like, OK, like now I, he's going to get mm. eventually pushed to be like, you know what, there's a line and I can't go any further. Well, and there's this is a part of a conversation mm. that we've we've seen people uh, we've seen the Russians develop a presence in other countries on the basis of protecting Russians in that country. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. It's already mm-hmm. been a part of an mm-hmm. issue, and we've already stipulated that it's not a legitimate cause for an occupation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, so I don't know why he couldn't 
come out at that point and say yeah that. i think it's because it's still such a light presence like it's not yeah. even it's not even like sam you and i were talking about the little green men yeah. from from the little green men is when uh, the russians went into crimea and they just had all their soldiers take off their insignia and you know mm-hmm. paint all the logo and just be like we are not russian and like <laughs> everyone goes like those are russian soldiers obviously and they go prove it yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I, I, I can't like they, it's, it's just little green men Little green, they're just random little green men. Like it's not even that. They've just they've done it by just the, the with essentially threat. Like they've yeah. essentially just used compellence to force these guys into in, into doing their bidding. Compellence. Uh, yes. Ah. Shelling. Yes. Shelling. Tom. Tom Shelling. There. I wrote. A, we had to write about him in grad school. Um, <laughs> so the last scene we get, we get two last um, shots of. Uh, Nikolai and Benta just sitting at the bar, kind of staring at each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was we know saucy. shit's gonna go down. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that because I no. want to. I want to root for Benta. Oh yeah, Benta and Thomas. I want to root. She's yeah, the I want to first one to cheat. Because yeah, because also yeah, poor Benta. She, it's not. Mm-hmm. She's the second. She's his second wife. So uh, yeah. oh, that's a fair point. I feel yeah. like a lot I of mean, their relationship are... is financial too. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of all. I mean, mm-hmm. marriage is financial, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they're intertwined in ways that are going to be complicated for them to extricate yeah. themselves from. And then the very last shot that we get is uh, Yupik and Venka watching TV. And first it starts with the camera on Yupik and then it, he falls out of focus and it's just on Venka. And I think it's Venka realizing, like, she's in now. Like, yeah. that yeah. by helping. Though she was not directly complicit in this action. Like, if this was, I, I su- we assume it was Free Norway that did yeah. this. Yeah. So we're we're going to see. Um, you know, now like she's part of a network and she is aided in something that caused the death of a bunch of, of a bunch of people. So what's her reaction? I don't remember her face it's in that just, moment. It's you, cold. Yeah, you don't I get think, a sense I don't of think you get a real sense it. of it. So because she, I mean, she ma- maintains a very kind of stoic image. Yeah, all the time. Um, yep. So uh, final thoughts, um, questions I wanted to ask you guys. Um, do you think the Russians would have left <laughs> anyway? At, had this bombing not taken place, would they have left? I think they would have at some point, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Or would something have happened that they're like, you know what, we need to... I, I, my thought is... I they, mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a show that has more episodes, so it's tough to be like, well... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, in the world, guess, like, engaging the world of the show. Like, yeah. if this hadn't happened... If, if it was r- reality, then I mm-hmm. think they would have. Which also raises the question... Is did free Norway just work counter to, to their I own know, interests? Like, I, <laughs> had they not, if they had not blown this up, maybe the Russians would have left. But I guess not- I see, I see Russian strategy in real life, not the world of the show, mm-hmm. as more op- opportunistic than mm-hmm. sort of all powerful. And I think you see sort of two ideas of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible that they'd see this as an opportunity to maintain a presence in a rich country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I think they would have maintained some kind of presence. No matter what, yeah, like no matter this, what. no, I, believe that. I guarantee you that if the, in this scenario yeah. they would have, I mean, it'd be a very minimal, minimally visible presence. I'm sure, yeah. like that oil ministry, whatever, whatever the name of the organization, oh, no. the, the organization that was created, the Russians had that was like the mm. oil assistance group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, that yeah. would have remained. They would have made a, I'm sure they made a huge, massive intelligence presence in here. They renegotiated the maritime borders, so they mm. they hold all this area with oil anyway. So. I think they probably would have were had had plans to leaving, but now this is now that they have actually seen some some violence against mm-hmm. them. But also, I think we'll see a real mm-hmm. crackdown. Mm-hmm. But to, to your point about mm-hmm. free Norway kind of mucking up their own plans, yeah. I think this was like you said. Where is that line of mm-hmm. okay? Now this something has happened, so we have to fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. The, yeah. I, I think they're Mm. Whatever this movement is, whether it's three people or something bigger, sure. I think it's definitely a just an instigator. Like mm. they're just trying to be. Oh, that, yeah. So I have that written here. Is were did they want? Do they want Russia to leave? I mean, Russia. Like, I, why would they have done it right then if they really wanted? Because the only way or, to get Russia to leave yeah. would be by force. And well, to, or just to, to make it to. so they, difficult to stay. Well, I saw either a they think they. Free Norway believes there's no way Russia is actually going to leave anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter that we're attacking them at this point. T- um, two, they want to. S- <laughs> <they're> co- <laughs> Sorry, two, that's, yeah, we've two, considered three, that. Three, um, they want a protracted conflict. They're like trying to draw Russia in. Like, I mean, there, there are talks about that, about like 9-11, like, I mean, I don't buy it, but like that they were secretly trying to draw them and bleed them dry. No. I don't think that. Um, the one I thought that I, I think, which kind of goes to the incompetence thing, but it's more that 
they, they feel wronged and it's much more of a uh, not uh, thinking with your head but thinking with your heart that they want some kind of punishment against an enemy they see that has gone by and done something evil against them and got away unscathed and they just want to exact some kind of retribution mm. against them someone must even be though to account yeah, so it's it's ira- it's an irrational choice but it is i guess understandable to just say like some some they can't have, get away with this completely somebody has to pay for it in some way and so i i think that that's actually a real possibility well, maybe we'll get a video where they explain it all yeah i know we'll have like one scene where yeah. a couple actually yeah. s- talks to each other for yeah. the first time oh no i meant like one of those oh. terrorist videos where they're like okay. i oh, did no. this and this is okay. why like the, the like yeah. evil villain moment I'm, yeah <laughs> they'll call, it's like it, they do those in shows a lot we'll get yeah. some exposition dumps mm-hmm. so final thoughts on the episode you guys where does this fall in in the overall thoughts of uh, your your favorites I feel like this show is just making me more and more anxious. And I, I mean, it's supposed to. Like, it's a tense show, but I need, I don't know, I need a little bit more comic relief. I need people <laughs> yeah. to make some more jokes. All right, that sexual tension with the, wasn't enough yeah. with, the, uh, with the Anita hitting No, because it was all just pent up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Kevin? More Quiznos jokes. <laughs> there. I would that's, like that's my final thought. Yeah, <laughs> I would like see. Yeah, they, they just, like we need a sideshow, just like a YouTube, like a like two other guys working in PST, just like just trying to get like their day to day stuff done. Oh, like yeah. an interlude type in, or the interns. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think this is pretty solid. We're halfway through, so I'm sure we got this. And we've been renewed for season two. I don't know. Oh yeah. Not us. <laughs> <laughs> not us. We are not big guys. We, we, we won't be around. Yeah. Yo, Nesba has yeah. been renewed for season. That's two. great. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so... So I guess they don't leave. <laughs> or, Kevin, or maybe they do, and they totally just go somewhere else. Occupy, yeah, like, occupy another place. We'll see. Yeah, all right, so um, you guys can always email us at occupypodcast at gmail.com, and we will see you uh, for next month. What is it, September? September. Uh, episode September. 6, September, all right? See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye.